You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Kara Cooper. And I'm Jessica Rush. And today we are speaking with Benita Hamilton and Lindsay Northern about what it's like to be a mom in a long-running Broadway show. everybody. Welcome to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Kara Cooper. And I'm Jessica Rush. Thanks for joining us again. Today we have Lindsay Northern and Benita Hamilton. And the theme for today is what it's like to be a mom and be in a long-running Broadway show. So Those nice uh, government gigs. Exactly. <laughs> Basically the best thing ever, but certainly come with some drawbacks, I think. Um, Lindsay, let's start with you. What show are you in? And how long have you been there? I'm in Wicked, and I have been in Wicked since 2007. So 12 years, almost 13. Woo! That's a long time, folks. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I started Wicked, George W. Bush was the president. (laughs) That's a a very good frame of reference. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I was in the green room when Obama got elected the first and second time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, it was a fun day. But I have to say, we've got Benita here, and yep. she's going she's gonna to beat you on be. this no game. No way. No way. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I am in The Lion King, and I started The Lion King. My debut was September 29th, 2004. So I've been in the show for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. I'm so impressed that you know the date. Oh, yeah. I don't know the date. I started in January 7th. I remember my first Mm -hmm. uh, rehearsal date for the show, August 31st, 2004. 2004. Yes. Wow. I don't remember. Well, you guys I have know, more like, dates to keep track of. But I don't <laughs> I don't remember who the president was, though. Oh, okay. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. We could Google it. <laughs> it would have been Bush. Yeah. 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 Same, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, you clearly were in the show, in these shows, before you were mothers? Yes. Yes. Um, so... Talk to us about what that was like. So you got pregnant while you were in the show? Tell us so, your kids' yeah. oh, names sorry. and their ages. <laughs> yes. We skipped That's apart. helpful. <laughs> and, then, okay. and then let us know. Yeah, give us an in, some insight into what that experience was. So my daughter is Nia Bonita, and my, no, my son is Noah Hamilton. Nia is 14, and Nia is, I'm sorry, Nia is 14, and Noah is 11. And I got pregnant. Six months after I started the show. What? Wow. I mean, that's the way to do it, though, when you right? get in one of those shows. Well, like, yeah. when this I, one's not when going I book, anywhere. Just when, take care of that. When I booked Jersey Boys, someone said, uh, you need to move your wedding date up so you can start trying to get pregnant now that you have oh a long show. Oh, my God. It was, it was I, I don't know what my brain was thinking, but I worked until I was eight months pregnant. What? Carrying a 30-pound puppet. Wow. And I... And they kept Dang. saying, you can, you can stop. And I was like, no, no, no. Nobody else will do my gig. You know? <laughs> yeah. you, wow. Your, brain, your yep. brain does something this really weird. Track. You kick yep. into survival. So I would, I would do my first, uh, the first scene is chow down. I, I would come off. I had hyperemesis. I would come oh, off. Man. My dresser had a bucket for me. Oh, God. I would just a you know, barfing hyena. Barf a barfing hyena. I would barf and then I would come back on. Or sometimes I wouldn't be able to. And my my understudy would come on and she had dreads at the time. She didn't have any makeup on and her dreads would come out of the hood and, <laughs> and she because it was a matter of a two minute change, yeah. you know, just a song, a short song. So wow. for the next scene. See, I wanted to stay longer at Wicked and I definitely felt pressure the whole time to not look pregnant, which was, um, which kind of blows, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I was trying to like not you have any control over that, <laughs> be pregnant while I was pregnant the whole time, <laughs> mm-hmm. because you know, you're playing a shiz university student. Nobody says technically to your face, you have to get out of here. 
you know, before you look pregnant, but they definitely push you mm-hmm. at Wicked. Um, they want to date. They want to get somebody in there. I mean, it's a machine, much like Lion right. King, I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. That machine, they're like, whatever it takes to get this smoothly running, they want you to leave as soon as possible so they can just take care of it. Right. You know? Right. Right. But like Glinda cannot be pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, because right. that is a plot point that would be <laughs> an issue. Yes. So, um, yeah, I felt a lot of pressure to like not look pregnant. And so I was like really worried about weight gain and what I look like in the costumes. And somebody would like comment like, oh, I can see your little bump. And I would like fly into a rage. <laughs> yeah. Also, because I was kind of generally emotional pregnant person. Yeah. But <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think I was extra emotional, but um, yeah, it well, was you're not a little extra. It, I'm a little extra <laughs> in general. Um, but yeah, I, I wish that I could have enjoyed being pregnant, you know, a little bit longer and being in the show and like sort yeah. of celebrated. Instead, I was like, shh, shh, you know, don't talk about it. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk about it. Well, don't get me wrong. I they kept. I mean, asking you weren't enjoying me. it. You were throwing up. I yeah, I was like, yeah, but they kept asking me. Well, do you have any idea when you're gonna? Oh, yeah. be going out, and mm-hmm. I would say no. You, yeah. You. I mean, I don't think you have yeah. the right to ask me that. I yeah. when I decide to go, I can go. And then you're right. They I kept. Don't. I kept just pushing myself, and my stage manager said, "You're running the equivalent of a half marathon every night on stage with your costume on." Yeah. And you're carrying. You're 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 creating a, a human. Cube. Yeah. You know, and he said, "Cut yourself some slack. Mm-hmm. We will be here." And I was like, oh, okay. But I still, and on top of it, and I might be talking out of school, I was was doing the workshop for The Color Purple. Oh, my God. You did double double duty. duty. I was doing double duty. Um, And and I was getting married. Oh, my goodness. So she's a little insane, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So I was working from 10 until 6 on the workshop. And then I would have a little dinner, and I had my trusty bucket next to me. Mm. And then I would go and do the show from seven, you know, eight until oh 11. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Did well, you I have, think, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think particularly with your first child, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had a second, but you, Celia sort of talked about this when she was on with us, which is that you think your life really isn't going to change that much. Like, oh, I can just keep doing what yeah. I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Control. And then I'm just going to mm-hmm. have this baby and I'm going to go back to what I'm doing. And the so baby's going to sure. eat vegetables. And yeah. Just go yes. Everywhere. But I'm sure yes. that's sort of what your thought process was. You're yes. like, well, I've, I'm doing it. So and I'm, I'm not going to let it slow me down. I'm just going right. to keep going and grow this baby. And, you know. It was a control thing. Right. And I mm-hmm. remember um, Donald Bird asking me because we found out that uh, it, this, this was a pre Broadway workshop for the color purple. And um, he said, So when is your due date? And I said, Well, my due date is October 8th. Oh. And he, what? No, I'm sure. And you're like, And I can be ready. Like, and I can October be ready <laughs> in, in November. Uh-huh. I'll be fine. Yeah. And he was like, Huh? Well, that's a control thing for right. me. And my daughter came 10 days late. So it was October 18th. And then I was like, no, this baby has to come out so I can, you know, do this mm-hmm. because they're going to be on Oprah. And I want to go to Oprah. <laughs> I do love so. Oprah. I would have done a lot for Oprah. Right? Yeah. 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 But it did not work out that way. And the biggest lesson I learned was I am not in control of this. And I'm a control freak, I think, in my house, you know. That's a big motherhood lesson oh, that's sure. in general, right? You can't control nearly as much as you want to about who they are and what they do and what you happens can't control, to them. But you have responsibility oh, for, for everything. Sure. Yeah. I think that that's really hard because you're like responsible for them, but you can't control as much control. as you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, well, tell us. And then did with your with your son. Mm-hmm. Did you, you had learned some lessons maybe, or did I you did. St- <laughs> I learned lots of lessons and, um, and, and I still worked until I was eight months pregnant wow. with him. Louise, how Mama. did you do that? I don't know why I did that. Well, you, you know, you made a lot more money than I did while you were pregnant. <laughs> and then and I you went. you got to pay for the babies. Yeah, you got to right. pay for the babies. But, and then I went back. Uh, I had Nia in October. I went back in January one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Wow. So I was. That's fast. What about with Noah? I mean, that's... With Noah, I had him in 
August, and I th- I'm not sure. That gets foggy for me. Yeah. I think I went back in October, <laughs> November. I second kid, and it all gets it's foggy. It all gets <laughs> really, <laughs> like, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was interesting because Kara was, she got pregnant when we were doing Jersey Boys. So it's been interesting to hear different Person, different um, paths, I suppose, yeah, for sure. as to when people were there. I mean, Kara stayed the first time. So I f- was five months pregnant the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But I do remember you leaning back in that chair as Mary Delgado with yep. that cigarette. Well, not a real one, but <laughs> and having that bump under your arm. And yeah. I was like, maybe it's, it's time. time. I remember <laughs> this as well. You were like, I saw you in the show when you were that pregnant. Because I think I had just started my maternity leave. Kara and I were pregnant at the same time, which yeah. is part of why we're friends. <laughs> but um, I, I think I had just started my maternity leave, and there's nothing sadder than a pregnant hooker. Wow, <laughs> she was she wow. was pregnant. There is no sadder than that. And I just, but I also knew you were pregnant, so I don't know if you looked pregnant or I just was like, oh, no. But God. by the end, people at the stage door would be like, um, so which one's the pregnant one? And I'd be like, oh God, okay, so I guess it's time for me to leave. Right. But at the, but the same thing, like I didn't want to. I wanted no. to keep doing the show, yeah. and it's just an unfortunate part of storytelling, like the part of Mary Delgado couldn't physically look pregnant or, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and so visually I couldn't do the show anymore, but physically I was totally capable of oh, doing yeah. the show. Well, and that's a conversation that has come up more and more, you know, as more women stay in the business and continue to try to work is mm-hmm. that we are not, we are capable of being there yeah. for pretty much our entire pregnancy. Absolutely. You know, and so it's, how do you work that? You know, like if you don't have a, a real maternity leave, if there's nothing in place um, to have that happen. Now we have the paid family leave, leave act, act. Which, which is helpful. I'm seeing I'm people sure. use that at Wicked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mostly dads, actually. I was going to say, a lot of dads at the Mormon, dads, where my husband works, yeah, are using it. are starting to take advantage of that. And, and I'm kind of loving it because <laughs> Wicked, as I said before, as a huge corporate machine, you know, has definite rules they have to keep in place for when you can take off and how much you can take off. But all of them go out the window with mm. paid family leave because the government's like, sorry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dad's going to stay home with that baby, so he's not going to be there. So yeah. one of them is taking their uh, paid family leave just like for on Sundays. Like oh, one day so you can here. split it up? You can split <gasps> it by like That's uh, amazing. That's magical. You can split it up however you want. So Maybe I'll like, have another baby. I was going like, to say. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 By the time that baby's born, you're going to get like even more time. <laughs> But yeah, so I am encouraged when I see that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and that's, for sure. that's a good thing. For sure, because I think, you know, you can't, like you said, you people can hint or say, how are you feeling? Or do you think you may want to? Don't they you can't, think it might be Yeah, time. Yeah, because yeah. they can't mm-hmm. actually. I remember when I worked at Disney, at Disney World in mm-hmm. the theme parks way back in the early 2000s, and we had someone who was pregnant, but instead of them losing money and losing income and not working once they couldn't do the show anymore disney found another position for yeah, them yes. you know what i mean like they shifted them to the wardrobe department maybe to fold clothes yeah. or you know whatever but and i think that that's an interesting conversation to have that yeah, we are right. still capable and we'd still like to earn our living yes. you know? yeah i'm not trying to but, mess up the story be no. pregnant glinda at shiz university but right. like you know give me another option Right. 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 Exactly. It was so funny. One of our, um, well, at, at a while ago, one of our Nala's got sick in the middle of the show and the only understudy in the show was six months pregnant. (gasps) And so at the end of the show, here comes this six month pregnant Nala. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a unitard situation, right? I mean, <laughs> yes, snug. Not, and of course it, yes. <laughs> that's a and, snug and it, and but changes the story she a was lot. Working. Yeah, yeah, it does. Right. But and it was the biggest joke. We laughed, and it's kind of like do, you know, yeah, it's Lion King lore. It's yeah. you yeah. know. Well, yeah. I think, and I think as audience members, it's clearly that someone is pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I think that we're able to separate it I think so to a certain degree it takes a second you, know? you separate it and then yeah, you move on and then, then you, you move, move on, on. Yeah. like it's yeah. well and one of the things is that there are pregnant people everywhere yeah. in real life yeah. so if a story is trying to imitate real life yeah unless it it impedes the, the storytelling story. yeah mm-hmm. like there could have been a pregnant girl at Shiz University oh for sure not necessarily yeah. Glinda probably but, not and yeah and but, also just to um 
remind everyone I don't actually play Glenda. I'm the understudy for Glenda. <laughs> right, but that's what but part yeah. of your responsibility. So yeah, it is part of my responsibility. But like, yeah, it etches. That's a fun ensemble character like, choice. That's legit. She got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> right? But you know what? She didn't quit and she went to college anyway. Exactly. exactly. Good for her. And got her degree. There you <laughs> go. Good for you. Um, yes. What is, uh, talking about these long running shows, what's the best thing you th- about being in a long running show? And the worst thing, I mean, you know, do you think you've missed out on things? You know, talk to us a little about. Um, I think the the best thing, first of all, I would never bring up the worst thing about around anyone who didn't <laughs> ask because right, right because right. we're in the one percent one percent of equity actors who are on production contracts and so I really try not to complain yes. about it but right. if we are keeping it real today well yeah I mean it's a job um, there are some drawbacks so yes. best thing I think is that I was able to um, have Georgia which is my daughter she's six. I was able to have Georgia knowing that I had a job to go back to Mm -hmm. as an actor, um, Mm -hmm. which is an amazing headspace to be in as a pregnant actor. I think that's a luxury. Definitely. Um, Knowing after I have this baby, I will be employed again. I don't have to freak out about it. Um, Also, we've gotten to um, travel a lot Mm -hmm. because I can schedule vacations. I can sort of predict my schedule somewhat, um, and we can afford it. You know, yeah. and that has become our family's favorite thing to do. Yeah, you guys, you we've taken Georgia to France, Spain, <gasps> Mexico, Puerto Rico, Japan. Japan. That's amazing, and yeah. it's been incredible. We love a credit card airline mile situation. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but the drawback for me has been that being in a show for a really long time, I feel like I have sort of disappeared. Mm. So, it's like I slowly have fallen out of the view of casting directors of of people of writers uh and it is hard to remind people that you're there Mm -hmm. i think people i don't even know really but i think people hesitate to submit me for things people when i do get submitted for things they're like yeah but she's in wicked i don't know i mean i'm not in the room so i can't know if that conversation's happening but i know that i get fewer and fewer auditions the longer I stay in Wicked. Mm. So, uh, and while I've really tried to push um, a lot of on-camera stuff, which I feel like I'm well, even better at. You, I mean, you had that run of commercials. For I had like, a really great run oh on the commercials. There was gosh. a big trend there for a minute where I was the most American-looking person <laughs> yeah. in the world. And so I was yeah. very frequently hired for national television commercials, yeah. um, which was really great. And I still do a lot of, commercials not as many but um as much as I've pushed to be seen on camera and stuff that's a very hard thing to cross over from and also people look at that and they're like I don't want to work around that show Show schedule Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't it's like you know trying to get uh, more representation I have a manager and I've tried to get new people to submit me for tv and they're like I don't know you know you're in the show and people assume that you won't leave I will leave (laughs) <laughs> you know right? but well, yeah, that's the thing so a- I feel like professionally and sort of socially almost too I feel like I disappear a little bit and that you have to um make an effort to be like hey I'm over here mm-hmm. you know like I'm still here and I and I'm even uh now that I'm a mom and I'm older and wiser and have lived life I'm even better at a lot of this stuff than I was before mm-hmm. yes. you know like I'm a deeper person I'm a stronger person I'm more interesting I'm funnier I'm you know because I'm a mom and because, you know, I've lived more life, but I feel like it's harder to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. know. Do you feel like that happens Absolutely. to you? Absolutely. Everything that you said. But I, I, like I have a manager and she yeah. submits me for TV and I've done a couple of things on, on TV, but the first thing they say, well, we're interested, but can you send over her contract with Lion King? Really? Yes. Wow. Does she have any outs? I have I every out in the book. Yeah. You know, um, well, will they let her go? They yes. let me go they, a lot, which is right. I have unspoken outs, but they yes. want the contract outs. When no. I've had talked to people about yeah. it. Yeah, but I, I, I have those contract outs written wow. in. I have got them written in. Um, my agent at the time, um, because when I reached, she said, we're only going to do Lion King for two years. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> fine with me, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And, um, but I would have never dreamed that this was how long I did this right and um so she said I'm gonna write some outs in your contract because you know they have a tendency Mm. to keep you yeah and um I said okay not 
you know, yeah. I, I was fresh out of graduate school. And I was like, eh, okay, well, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I feel like I have disappeared. And, um, and a lot of times uh, people, well, I don't know if I'm speaking out of school, and you can edit this out if you would like, <laughs> but people don't, don't take musical theater actors for serious yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. And, and, that's and I'm classically trained. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't think I'm funny. I, you know, I would say that I'm an actor first and not a, a singer. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I can never get that straight play or, or they won't even see me for yeah. it. Yeah, you right. know, oh, you're in the line. Uh, yeah, no, right. I'm sorry. It'd be different if you went in the room and did your best and you didn't get it. But if you can't get, get, in, the get in the room, right. it just doesn't feel fair sometimes, you know, right. which is a problem everybody has. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Pigeonholed in but I'm areas. glad to hear that you've, uh, you know, have a similar experience. I really yes. haven't met anybody else who has been in a show longer than me. Really? So this is a treat. <laughs> well, then, yeah. We have people in our show that, that have been in the show for 22 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. That's like that woman. Oh, my gosh. oh, I wish I could remember her name. But remember back in the day, there was a woman who was in Cats for the entire oh, yeah. run, yes. which was like 20 some odd years yes. at the time, right? It was the longest running show. And someone, I mean, she's like Broadway legend. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like there was this woman and she had two houses and yes. she put her daughter through college. Oh, and, yes. you know what I, mean? yep. I, mean, then, I I sometimes feel, I don't know if you feel this too, Benina, but like embarrassed to tell people how long I've been in the show. Yes. but Especially then, other actors. Yeah, but then I think, mm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. You, but yeah. I get like this, I get this a lot. Are you still yes. wicked? Yes. Yeah. And uh, and I don't know if they mean to have like an edge to it, but I want to be like, yes, and I'm very grateful, which and is I'm, usually what I say. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, I can live my life and I have a husband and children or child oh, yeah. and we travel and, I and we act her husband. So yeah. yes. I'm holding down You're holding that down. end of it yeah. while, you know, he has much shorter, more common. I mean, kids. I think that we, I think that as actors, we come into this career thinking, you know, we have very high aspirations and we have yeah. expectations oh, sure. of mm-hmm. what we are, I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do this show and then I'm going to go to this and show and then I'm going to do that. And yeah, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm not leaving until I get a principal contract yeah. and I'm oh, not going to understudy year. anymore, whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like yeah. you have these limitations you put on yourself and then you get into the grind of what it really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the and real life around it. The yes. real life. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Lindsay, it's the 1%. Like of mm-hmm. actors that are you're earning your living and living so your lucky. lives based on the income that you make yeah. as an actor, and there are so few of us who are lucky enough to do that. And I think that you know you also perspective mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. and your priorities shift. For yes, sure. you know, especially once you become a parent. I think and and everybody's motherly. everybody's different. My friend Lisa Brescia from Dear yes, Evan Hansen, she lovely. is one of my nearest and dearest friends, and she was in Wicked with me years ago. And she always says, "Don't compare and despair." Mm-hmm. No. So, like, I think that's it's good advice that I try to tell myself a lot, but I still totally do it. Yeah, it's hard well, to it's wear natural. it as yes. a badge of honor. Yeah. Absolutely. It is because not many people can do it. No. Yeah. Not many people and, can do it, you know, and so I just I wear it as a badge of honor. And you know, when people give me that little edge, I've got a, a slick mouth. Yeah. And so I said, and how many years have you been in your show? Yeah. Right. On your production contract? Yeah. <laughs> well, or if you had a normal, if you had, you had a normal job, job, nobody job, would think twice. No. It's like, they you worked at Bank of America for, for 12 years. years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And nobody would and be like, retired and it was fine. Still right. Are you still working there? Right. Yeah. But do you ever worry about um, the show letting you go? Well, every year on the principal contracts, we are, um, uh, we, get reevaluated. Yeah. So oh, I'm on a course contract, so a little different. Yeah. So we have to renegotiate our contract every year and they can say we're gonna go in a different direction. I And they have chosen to keep you every year. Every year. Yes. Wow. I bet that feels that, good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it's it's I would say it's a blessing. Yeah. And I I used to get really, get really stressed out around, stressed out yeah. around this time yeah. because right. everybody comes in mm-hmm. and everybody's looking and evaluating and you have to be at the top of your game. And then um, Sidi Manye, she plays Rafiki mm-hmm. and she's been doing the show for 19 years wow. and wow. she's a mother oh my gosh. as well. And, uh, and she said to me, she said, Benita, you do your show at the top of your game every single night. She said, as long as you do your gig 
don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. What's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and my mother would say she's, you know, a very spiritual person. She said, if you're going to pray, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. Mm. And I said, oh. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, hey, yeah, I've done my due diligence. And, yeah. you know. Just keep It's another one work. of those control things, right? It's yeah. a control thing. And I have to, no control have over no it. I mean, it's something I worry about a lot. But because I've seen people. You will. Bought out of yeah. Wicked. Mm-hmm. So right. every every Saturday, I'm like, please don't tell me to come up to the office. <laughs> wow. After the show. But um, like you said, would there be anything I could do about it? No. no. Mm-hmm. So I do try to just do a really, really great job yeah. and do well, a little yeah. extra on a lot of things. And that's all we can do, right? I mean, yeah. same with auditions. It's all the same. All you can do is walk in and yeah. do your best. And be as prepared as yeah. you can be. Yeah. Yeah. And hope that. They see that and respect it and ask you back time and again. Time and yeah. again. You know? um, are there things, I'm sure, because I, I mean, I haven't been in a long-running show as a mother for a super long time, but there have got to be things that you've missed out on, experiences, I'm missing life. the chorus concert tomorrow night. So am I. Oh. Why has it got to be Thursday? Thursday. At 6.30. It's so close. I right. Almost make almost it. Make it. Um, Because yeah. my kid's school is in Midtown. So yeah. Like, that Come on. Be- can I get like a... Five thirty. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I miss that every time, and I, I've just now that she's school aged, I'm starting to notice those things more. Yeah. yeah. And she's starting to notice them. Yeah. For sure. Um, and she, I, it's making me a little more emotional right now. Yeah, <laughs> That's okay. It. But like she's, um, she was brought it up, you know, like on the way to school. She was like, "I wish you could come to my winter concert," and I was like, "Oh." So I'm going to the. Like final rehearsal, rehearsal. music class. Oh. Good tomorrow morning at nine thirty. I'm gonna do something like just at least a little bit embarrassing, like bring flowers or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that was sort of the follow up: is what do you do to make up for yeah. it? Yeah, that's what those you know, are. Uh, there's you, things I try to find mm-hmm. to be creative about it. Right. Well, I'm sure. I mean, the two My, kids and and they're so much older. It's like they've had so many things. So many things. My daughter has her uh, chorus concert tomorrow. And I think that she knows that I have this tremendous mother's guilt. And she said to me, uh, she said, Mommy, we are having the Trouble Choir chorus concert tomorrow. She said, but don't worry about it. We're terrible. You don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to make you feel better. She's trying to make me feel better. You know, and so... I'm, I miss everything. Like I miss, I miss game night at the school. I miss the PTA. I miss, I wish I missed the PTA. Those meetings are killing me. So <laughs> right? I'm, I miss every, but you know, my son is a little different. He wants me there. Um, and, and so it bothers me a little bit because that's my baby, but mm-hmm. both of them are my babies. But the important things, I try to get there. I try to take a personal day. Yeah. Um, my daughter starred in uh, this Christmas play at the Apollo a uh, couple of years back called The First Noel. All right. Oh, cool. With the Classical Theater of Harlem. Wow. And, you know, I made it, I made it my business to get her to her half hour every year get her to her rehearsals every day, drop her off, come down to the show. I made it my business. And then I had my cast come and support. Oh, oh wow. And so I felt okay about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Are but your companies, do they generously give you time off personal days to do these sort of things or no? I, I think, uh, yeah. My, Wicked, because I've been working there for so long and because I feel like I do an excellent job, Mm-hmm. Um, and I do favors for them, and I do all the Broadway cares and the things and the yes. things. You're a team player. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been as flexible as they can be about letting me go shoot things, uh, letting me go. Um, I had a personal day for George's last winter concert, and then I booked a Publix commercial, and I had to go to Tampa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, well, dang. Well, um, but uh, I tried. I was I waited at the airport an entire day to try to get back in time aww. for the course concert, and I didn't make it. But I definitely bought like a forty dollars stuffed unicorn, you <laughs> yeah. know, like tried to make up for it or whatever mm-hmm. I could do. But they are, and that is another pro 
to being in a long, long running show. Like if I was in Tina, you know, (laughs) oh yeah, it depends on the show because my husband, you know, was in the show with you guys and that was a little trickier. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, like if you were in Tina and it was tech and you were like, but can I have a personal day for the day before opening night (laughs) to see the chorus concert? They would be like, you're joking. Um, But Wicked, if nobody else was out, would let me do it. Yes, that's amazing. Mm, I mean, the and, Lion King. and that's, that's wonderful. I've heard that about the Disney shows too. I mean, it's just, I, and it only benefits your producers. Oh you know yeah, I mean? it only benefits the company because when you have people who have been there for so long, you clearly appreciate the work they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and if you allow them to have the life moments that mm-hmm. we tend to miss out on, they will only stay longer. Yeah. Yes. and, and the more keep working for you. They're I happy. Do outside of the show that make me happy, the better I am on stage. Yes. Yesterday, I told Jared, my husband, Jared Bradshaw, when I got home, he was like, how was the show? And I was like, you know what? It was really great um, because I, I started just started coaching kids for commercials oh, because fun. George's friends, parents asked me to <laughs> because they are starting to get like agents and stuff. And I, almost all the commercials I do are with, with children. So I went to her fr- little friend's apartment and coached her and her brother, who both have agents and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that was so fulfilling and fun. And like, I was like, I was good at that. And then I went to the show and I was doing things differently in the ensemble and making different choices just because I felt like a little bit alive. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And when they allow us to do other things like that, go shoot a commercial, a TV show, or be in a play for a couple months, um, you come back and you bring like this spark with you. Mm-hmm. And so it is in their best interest. If you go to yes. the chorus concert and everyone's like, how was it? And everybody, that's yeah. another great thing about long running shows. Everybody knows your kids mm-hmm. and they all want to know how like my friend Tanise's daughter, Jordan's ballet concert was, and we all want to watch it on our phone and we mm-hmm. all want to, um, you know, see all that stuff. Um, so it does make the show better. Well, yeah. that's, and that kind of leads to the next thing. And, being in a long-running show is difficult in its own right, obviously. Keeping it fresh and new and trying to make Keeping it alive. Keeping your body from disintegrating ex- on, the on a rake stage like you both yeah. are. Yeah. Um, and that and being a mother gives it a whole different set of challenges. So what is it, you just said, you fill your cup up with different things. Yeah. Um, it, be it family activities or being able to do other things. What are your like tricks to be able to keep the show fresh at night or for the a millionth time you've done it. Well, for my character, I just use life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shinzi's not the ingenue. She's not pretty. She's, she's, can I say bitchy? Yeah. Sure. She's a little bitchy. Mm-hmm. She's, um, uh, you know, and she can be, she's funny. She's mean. She's just, her name in Swahili means mischievous. Ooh, I love it. So. Fun fact. I go in and whichever way I'm feeling, any way the wind blows, and I become Shinzi when I hit that backstage door. And they know I'm loud, I'm obnoxious when I walk in. But when I step outside of the door, I become Mrs. Caesar. Mm -hmm. And that's who I am. And that's what keeps it fresh. So if I had, if I saw somebody uh, being stupid on NJ Transit, (laughs) then I'm going to walk in with this attitude. If I see something funny on Instagram, I'm going to it's going to be funny for me and I'm going to have a great time. I also have uh, the hyenas are one character. It's three of us, but we are one character. Kind of a unit. And we are a unit. And so we play off of each other and we keep each other on our feet. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Enrique Segura, he, he taunts me to no end. (laughs) J-Bo, James Brown Orleans plays Bonsai. And he is my work husband and he takes care of me and I'm just bossy. And so I just enjoy it. I love my job. you know. And so that's how we keep it fresh. Whatever he comes in with, I'm coming right back at you. With it. Even the way you're like lighting up right now, just talking about it. Oh. It's clear that you bring that life. I can just picture it. Oh, we yeah, have two fun. characters at Wicked, uh, Fanny and Shen Chen. You never hear their names, but my husband always calls them Shenzi and Bonsai. Uh, <laughs> are they trouble? Are they the, the They're the two friends of yeah. Glinda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. She's he's like, who's Shenzi and Bonsai right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh but, my gosh. Uh, what I do, I mean, um, at Wicked it's kind of a revolving door of new people all the time. There's definitely a bunch of people that have been there for years. And then I would say like a solid half the company are coming in and out and in and out. Like you'll, you'll start on the stage and we start over this 
set of grates in the middle with fog coming up and you look up and you're like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and I've definitely, the curtain is down and you're already frozen. I've definitely held out my hand and shook somebody else's oh, right before it comes God. up. Like, hey, I'm Lindsay. And they're like, well, I'm, my name's Alex. You know, yeah, and like, uh-huh. um, there's new people that come in all the time because people get hurt all the time. Yeah. Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately. But, uh, so that keeps it fresh for me. There's a, definitely going to be a new person next to me at some point. But I also just have fun making new choices in the ensemble, you know, within the parameters yes. right. of Always what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. <laughs> um, but also, you have to be in the exact same spot. But what I'm thinking about can change. And I do, I think my favorite thing to choose is to be a horrible, horrible person. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. So I like to just like hate Nessa Rose and be disgusted by the fact that, that she's in a wheelchair. Like how horrible is that? It's the most horrible. Yeah, It's so you know, much fun or just though. be like, ew, Nessa yeah. Rose, you know. Yeah. Or um, you, you can, you, we all get to hate on Alpha by the whole time. That's pretty easy. So yeah. <laughs> you can do that or, you know, be afraid of someone or little choices that you can make in the ensemble. Uh, with an ensemble track, you have a little room to do. Yeah, that. of course. Yeah, I mean, and I think that you know something about you were speaking to both of you said that you feel like you sort of had disappeared in ways, or that you're not thought of. But I also know, I mean, I know Miss Thing, you got a voiceover you're about to go do. So to like guess. you, yes, <laughs> like, and you do your commercials and and just the life is full with being a mother. For sure. I mean, the balance and the juggle and the things, I mean. And that's the best part of it. I mean, yeah. I, that's the best part of my life, mm-hmm. you know. And and, I, and I'm, I'm very fortunate that I get to go home from Wicked and have this wonderful little person waiting for me, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. Yeah. yeah, I have a snarky teenager. <laughs> I was the worst when I was 14. But was a horrible she's, she's pretty amazing. And my son is just my sweetheart. Boys are very special. And um, that that is, I look at them, I walk in and everybody's asleep when I get home. But I go in and... Me too, every day. It makes me real. This is what I'm doing it for. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm, you know, grinding the way I am. Yeah. Which... And it, and I have, my best friend told me, she said, you're not, and my husband says this often, you're not satisfied and you're not happy unless you're doing a million things at one That's time. That's true. In the yeah. words of Hamilton, we yes. will never be satisfied. We will never be satisfied. Sons, Bonita <laughs> Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, girl. Yeah. Right here. Uh-huh. Oh That's my gosh. Truth. Man. So, Kara and I. Uh, knew each other during our long running show, The Jersey Boys. Yes. You know, with Jerry Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that was very fun because there were three people in our company who were all pregnant with girls in oh. in a way, you know, two dads and Kara. Yeah. Um, but Kara was the first mom. Yeah. At our company. Blazing that trail. Yeah. Yes. I was yeah. very glad to not be first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's I mean, hard. I mean, because I got a lot of advice mm-hmm. from all these other people. So that must have been really hard to be like, um, the first. So... It was, I mean, it was definitely interesting and un- unforged territory at that company. I think yeah. in other maybe touring companies, there had been pregnancies, but yeah. in Broadway, there hadn't yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, and that was something, you know, you were saying how fun it is that everyone knows each other's oh, families. Best, yes. That was the best uh, part of doing so... our show for so long with the people that we were with. I mean, there we didn't have a huge turnover at Jersey Boys. So we yeah, really, as soon as she said time. that, yeah. who are you? I was like, that would never happen. That, yeah. no. You saw the same faces really? over and over again. Oh my again. God. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they re-signed a lot of people on principal contracts too, like it. Like yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, we had, we didn't have much turnover at all. We just had a great exodus. That's what we call it mm-hmm. um ever so often you know they just do a sweep sev- do a sweep of the ensemble mm. and um and it just happened maybe a week ago really uh, like yeah, circa six month riders or like buy people out like buy people out interesting and um and it uh and i just lost my thought just again no Whoops, that's okay. all right it's, it's mom time yeah, yeah no for sure it's like um well that is I rem- that makes me think about when they closed the original company of Les Mis. Yes. Yes. Because that is Broadway lore. Right? Yes. I mean, because everyone had aged on the barricade for yes. like 15 yeah. or 20 well, years. Well, we have that stage do- manager now. Yeah, so oh, that explains that, that was tie-in. Yeah. They did that. They did that at Phantom too. They didn't close it, but there was like a big exodus mm-hmm. there. Well, they well. did that on the tour. They mm-hmm. just did that on Lion King tour. Oh, really? They took a six-month break. That must. Oh. 
Uh, and six weeks. Six break. weeks is all. Oh, they need that's to take. all you yeah. need. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, and then, then they renamed the tour from Gazelle Tour to Rafiki Tour, mm. and it was all new people. Yeah. 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 I, like, I mean, whoa. Except for so, I don't think we could a few tried and true. So that's yeah, when sure. we really count our blessings. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But, you know, yeah. Like, so I'm glad that I well, I haven't been part of the you know big sweep Exodus <laughs> yet. Yeah. You know, because I have gotten to meet other people's kids. Yeah. When I got pregnant, I think two people had had babies before me and then there was this huge gap of me being the only mom there for a while where I was like mm. you know um but now there's lots of kids and so and kids in the cast and the crew yes and so every year um because we used to miss Halloween and it bummed me out mm. now we have Halloween off but we used to miss Halloween every year so every year I do like trick-or-treating at Wicked mm-hmm. with the company's kids and we go around and it's so heartwarming to see a, all the other parents bring all their kids and we all line them up and sit them on the couch and take pictures of them in their Halloween costumes from like a six-month-old baby to like an 11-year-old are mm-hmm. all sitting there and you're like, wow, these are these people that I've known for, for over 10 years. I've known yeah. this woman who's 11-year-old. It's like sitting in front of me, you know, and they're all together. And then the cast members in the show who don't have kids all get really excited about passing out the candy Aww. and they dress up yeah. and decorate their rooms. Well, and no one does Halloween better than theater people. So yeah, yeah. it's all out. We love yeah. Yeah. Real. yeah, we real. have a, a haunted Halloween. Yes. haunted Halloween at there. Lion King. I've You've been, been there. there? Mm-hmm. So took, you've seen me. I was the mean mommy oh, walking around with the bottle and yes. the cigarette uh-huh. hanging off yeah. of her lip. <laughs> oh, wow. And I would ask the children, you want some candy? Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah. I say, no. <laughs> you know, and I would just scream all over. But we, and it's really frightening now. It's just turned into this huge thing because we were never able to take our children trick-or-treating. Yeah. And so we decided we were going to bring them to the theater. And it's grown into this thing where about 250 people, kids come and they go through the different dressing rooms and their different themes. I think this year's theme was the shining Um, on one part of the theater. She's scary. I know. I couldn't take Elliot. We have have the scare room, which is the hair room and they like to make it scary and the children do cry. Mm. Yeah, yeah and every year I'm like, Guys, no, the Lion King haunted house is it's it's intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's for big kids. It's for it's for everyone. 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 Yes, okay. my son will not participate. Okay, and I said, honey, we're gonna go trick or treating. He said, no, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I said, no, you're gonna go. No, I'm going down the street. I'm like, okay, yeah, and I. Or he'll well, come and sit in could, stage Mama. management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did exactly. what you could, Mama. You did. I did what I could. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So this, I don't know how this will affect you or how you'll answer this, Benita, because you got pregnant shortly after you joined Lion yes. King. But what do you think, because you were in the show before you had a child, and then you've been in the show after you've had a child or children. So what do you think's the biggest difference in oh. a you, your performance, how you view it, um, because it's so. I think it's so interesting to be in a long running show. I certainly experienced this. Um, I did the sh- did Jersey Boys when I wasn't a mother, and mm-hmm. then I came back and I did Jersey Boys when I was a mother. And I think that it's an interesting journey to take. So it's so surreal, at least, to be wearing the same costumes that you wore oh, before yeah. you were mother. Yeah. I remember having that thought. Like we went like, out for voulez-vous at the top of Jersey Boys, and I was thinking. The last time I wore these clothes, I wasn't pregnant. And now I have a child. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just crazy it's, to have that life experience. Well, my costume pretty much stayed the same. Um, I just got rid of the pregnancy belt. Um, I. The difference for me is I just looked at things differently. Yeah, me too. You know, Shinzi is uh, the matriarch. And it's a matriarchal society, the hyenas. The woman is always the boss, you know, and um, (laughs) yeah. Like those huntress lions. Yeah, yeah. Lionesses. Yeah. And I just, I I just looked at it differently. I, I feel like it grounded me more being a mother. I wasn't flying by the seat of my pants like I was before I was a mother. Um, And I think that it, it allowed me. It gave me staying power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, you've got to do this because you've got to pay tuition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's real. You can't just go out there and, you know, 
try to be in a show or go and do regional theater and be away from your kid. Mm-hmm. Not right now. You have to no, be more responsible. Important. Yeah. And yeah. you can't call out because you don't feel like it or you drank too much last night. Right. You know, because you need that sick day when your kid has when strep. You, when right. your kid has when strep throat. Has, or when uh, you, you have ha- strep throat. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you're going to because your kid did. Because your kid did. Yeah. So I use half my sick days for Georgia, I feel like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. Do you find that you can be honest about those moments? Uh, yes. yes. Our entire stage management team is moms. See? Yeah. Which I'm is saying, incredible. I, which Tina, is cool. I can be like, mom. like y'all, full disclosure, last, a year ago this time, I was like, uh, heads up, uh, we got lice. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wicked freaked out. <laughs> it was like, out. don't come. <laughs> right. Yes. Wicked freaked out. They just like, went on, excuse me. <clears throat> they, um, Went on a rampage, just threw away everything anywhere near my station. Yes. Which I later pulled out of the trash and was like, you guys, it's this all good. ceramic mug doesn't have lights. <laughs> right. <laughs> they like steamed all the costumes and the wigs and they had a meeting and they sat everyone. This is because it happened before a matinee classic uh, that we figured it out. Uh, they had a meeting where they brought everyone in mm-hmm. the green room and they were like, you guys. And it was very somber. And everyone was like, oh my God, oh my God. Lindsay and Georgia, and then they paused like we got in a car accident. Oh my gosh. And everyone went, oh, have lice. You know? Wow. And then everybody was like, oh. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But um, that, you know, that required a sick day. Yeah. Um, for but sure. yeah. Uh, but also, speaking of things that seem like emergencies, this is a big difference between how I felt about things at Wicked and how before Georgia and after. There's a lot of Broadway emergencies right. that happen and where everyone is like, it's like super high stakes and what are we going to do? And no matter what, we have to keep going. Mm-hmm. We have to do the show. And when you have a real human that you are in charge of keeping alive mm-hmm. at one point with your body, yes. when, you have, when you've done that and someone's like, the lights on stage left aren't working and people are <laughs> right. freaking out. Right. And you're like, this is not an, an emergency. emergency. <laughs> yes. This is a Broadway emergency. Or like recently, and this is something that I use to tell other, usually women, in the show who are crying in the bathroom. There's a lot of crying that has happened in that bathroom. I don't know about the bathroom at Lion King, but many a tear has fallen. So somebody forgot to put on a costume piece to underdress something. And the show had to sort of pause for that person to not enter. And there was like an apology email that went out to the entire company from this person. There was crying. And I was like, let me talk to you about something. (laughs) This is not an emergency. Right. It's not. This is a tiny mistake in a Broadway show that's about a princess and a witch. Right. (laughs) It feels so deep to everybody. But once you like are a mom and like, have a responsibility that's real. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I take this seriously. I know that this show is important. I know that it's making millions of bajillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I know the bajillions of dollars are important. But it's not an emergency. Right. It's not. My son, I walked into the theater. I'd just gotten off the train. And he was with the neighbors. And he had just learned to ride his bike four days prior to. And the last thing that I said to him was do not ride on the hill. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good rule. <laughs> yeah. My son rode on the hill. Mm-hmm. I get a call when I'm walking right, stage management is right in front mm. of me. And I said, what's going on? And he said, mommy, I think I need to go to the hospital. And I okay. said, for what? And he said, well, and the neighbor took the phone. She said, I'm taking him to the hospital right now. Oh, I said, what happened? And she said, don't yell. I said, okay, (laughs) what happened? And my son rode on the hill. He lost control of the bike. He hit a curb and he tore his scrotum. And so he had to go into emergency surgery. He had I did to, not think she was going to say that. And he had to have reconstructive surgery. Oh, my God. The day He's before, they were supposed to go down south for the summer. Oh, And oh, I had shit. checked them in for their flights and everything. Oh, and I was, I'm going to have a moment. The scrotum tear? So, Damn. yeah, the, the scrotum tear. Oh. And I looked at them and I said, so apparently, I looked at stage management. <laughs> I'm going to eat. I said, Noah, and I always have a story about my kids. They, when yeah. I walk in, they want to know what's going on with yeah. the kids. I 
Yeah. And so apparently he just kind of um tore his scrotum. Oh. And they were like, what? <laughs> and I was emergency. like, yeah. And she sent a picture and I showed it. <gasps> okay. And they said, see you later. Right. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> they'll figure that's it out. That's an emergency. Yes, yes exactly. Out. That is that an emergency. is an emergency. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, a, these are Broadway emergencies, you Broadway know, emergencies. and they're not real. Yeah, I, mean, I one time they couldn't reach me uh, to go on for Glenda as an understudy because we have like forty five minutes between shows on Wednesdays, like an hour, and I was solo parenting and I had Georgia and I didn't have my phone with me. It was in the back of the stroller. They couldn't get reach me. They couldn't reach me. They are. I've been on like all week, so I was just on again. But they sent a stage manager to my home. <gasps> to bang on the door. What? Because I hadn't answered the phone. I had 14 missed calls. Oh, my, <gasps> oh my god! No, 14 voice messages, like many more missed calls. And I was in trouble, and they wouldn't speak to me for like weeks. What? And because I didn't call them back, and they had to put the stuffers in the playbills. Yeah. And I was like, y'all, when have I never just not come to work? Right, right, right. And not like, told I've you. been here for a minute. Yeah, you also, know? I just did Glinda like an hour and a half ago. Like, it's fine. But it wasn't. And I was like, this is not a real emergency. emergency. Yeah. I, and we, uh, the stage manager walked me back to the theater after I, I said, well, do you want a quesadilla? Because I'm making one. <laughs> so I made a quesadilla for Georgia. And I was like, you good? Okay. The babysitter was there. Handed her over to the babysitter. We walked back to the theater together. And we passed a bunch of ambulances. Mm. And I said, this that is an emergency. emergency. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. I was in trouble for a long time. Oh, oh my gosh. You guys... I think we could sit here and like talk yeah. all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have all day. No, we don't have Because uh, we have to go to matinees. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Wednesday. Um, but thank you, ladies, so much for joining us. Thank you this for having me. Awesome and it was such a treat to get to talk to you, too. Yes. And our our lives are so similar. Yeah. Right? Just being in long running. It's so cool to get yeah. to meet you. Yeah. yeah. Nice to meet you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you thank so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout-outs to Rachel Spencer-Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson-Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward-Weber for our super theme song, our producer, Dory Berenstein, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. Have a good one. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.